Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Distraction Pieces Podcast, episode 39. 39, we're smashing through them already. Um, Thank you very much for tuning in. It's always an absolute pleasure. Thank you to everyone who um, supports the podcast, supports our sponsors, and equally as important, just pushes us out there. We were uh, somehow, as a tiny independent production made by just me, on the day and Wargie, um mixing it later down the line and tagging everything on Acast. We keep going to number one in the UK charts on iTunes. We keep being the number one podcast in the UK, which is insane. So thank you everyone for sharing and support. And it's always great to see um, episodes like last week with Michael Smiley, but you know, even more so in many ways, people like Paul Vickery from the week before who... I works the Prince Charles Cinema. Most of you probably had never heard of him before the podcast, and that's been one of the most popular ones, and people sharing it so much. And again, as I mentioned in the intro to that, it's kind of the idea of these podcasts was kind of looking at things like Jonathan Ross and Graham Norton and, and you know, fairly Americas out there, your Jimmy Fallon and the, re- the recently departed... David Letterman and people like that, they have these shows that have millions and millions of viewers and they have three or four huge Hollywood stars or huge pop stars and they could still have those millions and millions of viewers with two or three huge Hollywood stars and one person that's not a huge Hollywood star and the audience probably haven't heard of, but, you know, having some some, some faith in the audience that they're going to be interested in interesting shit, so... Yeah, that's kind of how we do it, and it's been amazing to see everyone supporting and pushing that, so thank you for that. This week's podcast, we had to do another two-parter, because it was another just hugely interesting and exciting one. It's, 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 it's Gail Porter, and it was absolutely lovely to sit down and chat with her, but before I get to that, I need to mention Speech Development Records. That's my record label. Please support us. You can support us by supporting the podcast. You can support the podcast by supporting Speech Development Records. Go and buy stuff on speechdevelopmentrecords.com. Um... I'm recording this intro a little bit in advance and we're really close, I mentioned before, to having the Distraction Pieces podcast t-shirts. Um, if we have them, I'll drop them in the show as an advert. It's basically, it's going to be that last minute if we've got them ready. But the plan's going to be, I've had this design worked up as kind of a secret club and this sounds nerdy as hell, but we're all sitting here listening to podcasts. Let's not... I deny who and what we really are. Um, I've had these t-shirts made up. I'm calling it Team 3W. Um, <laughs> and that's based on the amount of people who have commented and about my, you know, unintentional catchphrase of welcome, welcome, welcome. So it's based around a Team 3W uh, t-shirt that will be our kind of our little uniform. But the way we're going to do it is there's going to be almost a secret a web page for them in my web store so I'll announce it when it's up but I'm not going to tweet about it or Facebook or Instagram about it it's just going to be for you guys who actually listen to the podcast I don't want these people who pretend that they listen or or listen to one one once I want a way of you guys who listen week in week out to support us guys who make it week in week out and don't um, charge anything or have a direct earning from it the idea is that we'll put this t-shirt out and me and Wargy will split the money um I mean we'll negotiate fees you know 90 10 you know 80 20 I don't, I, I don't know we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll figure out what the split is but um yeah I'm really excited about that but if that's not out yet in the meantime obviously we've got loads of stuff there we've got speech development t-shirts we've got Scrooby's Pip t-shirts We've got on DVD my Edinburgh Fringe show, which is where I actually first met Gail Porter in person, which I chatted and known each other online for a while, and she came along to my Fringe show, which was, was lovely. So that's on, I've got a two-DVD version for £15 that's got tonnes of music videos on it. It's got the War and Peace music videos, my music videos, um, a Jacqueline Brown music videos. It's also got um, kind of the first podcast I ever recorded, except it was a video. Um, it's me, uh, Moose Rock Wonga, Polar Bear and Kate Tempest all sitting around and having a chat. It's got another one of me and Tim Key having a chat. So that's all for £15. Or you can just download the Fringe Show digitally for £5. Just £5. It's a bargain. Go do that. Um, But let's get on with the show. 
it was great to sit down and chat with Gail Porter. Um, she's just led one of the most fascinating lives, in my opinion. If you think of, and we get round to all of it, you think of her, her presenting days and coming through on kids TV. You think of, obviously, we can't avoid the FHM um, projection of her, 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 her nudity on the um, on the Houses of Parliament. You know, so you think of that weirdness in that career path in itself and then you get round to um her then getting alopecia and having to deal with that and ending up embracing it and becoming a spokesperson for this and then battles with depression all sorts of other stuff so it's a fascinating one and we end up splitting it in two so this one as ever i will have gone on at midnight um, on Tuesday, as Tuesday turns into Wednesday, and we're going to put part two at midday. We've done this a few times now, and it seems to please you people uh, r- rather than a spread now over the week and teasing you. Kind of, you've got this one to get you to work, and then there'll be another one to get you home from work. Is kind of of, of the thinking there, or or or, or get you th- through your lunch break or whatever you fancy. So, yeah, let's get into this. I shouldn't be rambling as much as I am because um, it's two full podcasts this week for no extra price. We're keeping the price at zero. Um, so yeah, enjoy this this is episode 39 part one with gail porter I'm here with Gail Porter. I've I, I waited for you to take a swig of coffee before sorry. saying that. How are you? <laughs> I'm really sorry. Yeah, I just took a swig and you went, I'm here with... Oh, no, sorry. Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you. Um, we've got tons to talk about and get through, but but I've, I've, I've had to start rolling now because we were talking for ages about... You've just just finished um, some mountain climbing, so I thought well, this is probably stuff we should be discussing on air as such. Well, if we could discuss, yeah, we did talk earlier only because I'm still sort of buzzing and yeah. also slightly um, anxious about the fact I've. It doesn't seem that it was like it was real, if that makes any sense, yeah. because I'm scared of heights. Right. And they said to me, "Oh, it's fine." No, suddenly I became the woman who's Scottish. She's <laughs> yeah, not Scottish. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying. So she said, "It's going to be fine. It's not going to be too <laughs> steep. It's going to be all right." And it's for it's for it was for Mind Charity, which yeah. is a mental health charity. Yeah. And um, so I said, "Well, as, as long as you promise me it's not going to be terrifying, because I genuinely can't even go to the cinema and watch Spider Man yeah. or anything. Yeah. I, 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 I feel physically unwell. It's it's completely irrational." Yeah. Um, so she said, "No, it's going to be fine," and it was horrific. Yeah, it was one of the worst completely. experiences of my life, but also the best. You know, when you you finish something horrendous, yeah. you think, "Well, I've done it." Yeah. But as we were discussing before, I don't want the kudos of it. I don't care. No, no. I don't want to say to everyone, "Hey, whoop, whoop, look what you know." I'm done. It's again, done. Everyone tends to be, "Oh." Y- You'll get the bug. It's like no, 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 I did one. I did Snowden, and I've had no bug since then. It was there. two years ago now. I've I've barely climbed a staircase since then. Uh, so. Yeah, <laughs> I climbed the stairs yesterday. I've been looking for a flat, which I think mountain climbing, then flat hunting. It's just been the worst week of my life. I think pair, I must yeah. have been a really bad person in a former life. But yeah, no, I literally got off, and I thought never ever because we did it in twenty four hours. So and there was no extra stopping. One in rights. So we were going to do three, was it? <laughs> yeah, we we're going to do three and then there was just an extra little peak and our instructor went oh it's just over there let's do an extra one and of course you know I'm not going to say what I said to him yeah. but in a very if I was to say it politely I'd say I'd rather not thank yeah, you yeah. but in a very Scottish way yeah. but we did it so we, we cracked four and Amazing. we had our little headlights on because we had to do it in the night that's insane um, so yeah no, it was complete insanity better or worse because I found I, I, or I, I, in the fear, as I'm, I'm halfway up Snowden in the fog that's got like a, a foot's v- visibility, and our mountain climb went really wrong because we went with no one with experience. We thought we were doing one path. We suddenly realised halfway through we were off that path. We were completely lost. But I, could, I was having arguments in my head of if it was more scary or less scary because I couldn't see down. So I'm on, I'm on an edge, and I was like, this could be scary if I could see that it's this sheer drop. But because I can't, it's not as scary but then I was also but I still seem to be pretty fucking scared so and, you know, don't, don't <laughs> oh, know you can the, swear oh you can swear program. yeah sure sure, fucking sure brilliant right um <laughs> yeah no I had the same argument in my head that you yeah. did because 
Because <laughs> trying to convince rash- myself, it's not as scary. It's not. No, as scary, it's like well, I can't it? see, so it's not that scary. And then suddenly you go, shit! I could be on a ledge. <laughs> yeah. I could die. And then yeah. my instructor was going, see that that peak over there? Um, you know, it's really you know, two guys got blown to their death last year. I was going, yeah. great. And I've got four hours of descending a mountain in the dark to do. But yeah, I kind of thought when it was dark, I thought right. Do you know what? I don't know what's going on. Let's just go yeah. with it and see what happens. Yeah, I mean that's exactly it. we did. We 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 were at point. I had a mate, um, Stu st- 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 with him. I'll, I'll give him a shout out on this because not he was, Stu with he, he he was the one that really panicked and and lost did it. He? And he was saying, lads, it, the the quote we've given. This isn't the one, lads. This isn't the one. <laughs> but but <laughs> my Stu argument Whiffy. at this point, we were like, well, we can own because uh, my thing was. I'm I'm confident we're in the wrong place as well and we're going to die, but I'd rather keep going up because how slippery it was. I'm more scared, scared to go, to go down because that's a, a more fit. So we're at this point where we've we've are really stopped and then across a break in the in the fog, we see a guy just strolling up and we're like, hang on, and we kind of scramble across a bit like, all right, man, and and he was obviously doing a different route, but we're like, hey, man, and he's like, yeah, I've done this every every week for, every for week. years. We're like. <laughs> Do you mind if we just follow you to yeah. the top? He's like the top's just over there, because that was the panic of suddenly not knowing where the top is. So thinking, yeah, I didn't know how far are we just climbing until? At what point do you say, right, this is wrong, we need to go back, or what point do you keep going? Our theory right. was, if we keep going, we know there's an easy route back down. <laughs> That's so, not always the case. Yeah, well, we got to we were at the bottom, and it was quite <laughs> tricky because we were doing twenty four hours non-stop, yeah. and we got in and. I said, how many hours have we done? And they're like, we've done three hours. I was like, what? We've got 21 hours to go, go, yeah, go. Yeah, Man, yeah. are you kidding me? They're going, 21 hours? I was like, yeah. please. And you just think, what was I thinking of? It gets to midnight. You're going, please make it be the next day. It's like yeah. waiting for Santa, but a really bad Santa. It's weird on those things, isn't it, where you, you'll then be spend at least an hour just doing maths and other things to justify. I go, well, it's only... Six times more, or so, you know, all this. Yeah, like, well, I just, I was like, phone more. off, watch off. Yeah. I was done. I thought, I can't, I can't look at these things. Yeah. And yeah. but the great thing was when we were coming down after the horrendous way all the way up there, we we're coming down, and there's these people right at the very bottom just start because we started at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So oh, of course, wow. yeah, because we had to do five o'clock till five o'clock the following morning. It's crazy. It was just nuts. But when we were coming down, there was had I had this real. Sort of smugness, like yeah. going, You've got all that yeah. to go. I've <laughs> done it, I've done it. Happening. Can I get up? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> and but yeah, anyway, that's that done. Amazing. Let's not talk mountains anymore. Because but you I'm never... were um, controversially part of team, team England. I was, I know. Well, there was only two teams there was Team Wales and Team England. Oh, there you go. So the thing is, I, I volunteered for both, yeah, because obviously being Scottish, yeah, I got berated anyway. But it's for charity, so I said, you know, who wants me? So neither of them wanted me because I'm scared of heights. <laughs> so basically, when I was waiting for somebody to drop out, left, <laughs> yeah, kicks, yeah. So, so it's like the last kid at the school, it's like, we yeah. want that one in my team, that one. Oh no, Gil Porter's left, <laughs> scared of heights, yeah. Scared. All right, come on, then let's do it. Um, so you grew up in in, in Scotland. Whereabouts Edinburgh. did you grow up? And what, I grew up in Edinburgh. And how how was that? Obviously, there's the, the, I mean, Edinburgh's a lot of of of, of climbs. There's a lot of ups and downs yeah, in Edinburgh. But it's not mountains. I you always know? remember um, uh, who, who was it? I think it was Marcus Brigstock the first time I did the Fringe. Him telling me that Edinburgh is the only place where you can walk to a gig and it's all uphill. And somehow walk back, and it's, it's still, still uphill. uphill. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how they've done it, but I you managed you know, to do seriously, that. Seriously, it is you know, completely we're, true. We're very fit in Edinburgh because it is loads and loads of hills. Yeah, and yeah. No, I love Edinburgh. Edinburgh was brilliant to grow up in. Um, but I, I grew up by the the seaside. Yeah, and you know, I went to quite a rough school. Well, not a rough, rough school. Yeah, but you know, you you learned what was right and wrong. And yeah. my nickname was Snobby Porter right. because <laughs> I was one of those kids. You know, you want to punch. So the teacher would go, right. So, can anyone tell me? And I go, me, me, me. And they hadn't even finished the question. And they go, Snobby Porter, put your hand down. And also, the reason I got this name is there was a letter handed around the um, the class, you know, when they do it. Yeah. So Mrs Nisbet was very strict. And so I didn't want the letter to come anywhere near me because I was the, you know, Snobby Porter. Yeah. So the letter was going round and round and round. Then it landed on my desk and Mrs Nisbet turned round and went... Gil Porter, what is that letter you have in you? I was like, <gasps> and I hadn't read it. And I opened it up and it said, Ian Bristow is an FFF. 
And she went, what does that mean? And I went, I don't know. It's just landed on my desk. And <laughs> then it was Ian. like this guy, Darren's um, handwriting. So Darren went, oh, well, what happened, Mrs Nisbet, is Ian went behind the sheds uh, with Sonia and felt her fanny. So he's a phantom fanny feeler. And I went, no, actually, miss, it's a PFF. They're using phonetics. They're going, yeah. you snobby little shit. Correct- <laughs> <laughs> correcting a note. So, yeah, that was my... I love of- that, poor Ian. <laughs> Shamed. I, I love know. I, I, age nine. Yeah. <laughs> and they're feeling fannies. Uh, you know, I was quite happy with my phonetics thing. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 corrected. It's weird. So that yeah, it's I'm just suddenly thinking, was that an insult or a boast at that point? I've instantly read that as an insult, but, but <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, I, I thought well, it was an insult, play, yeah. and then when I got to the secondary school, I thought actually, yeah, <laughs> snobby well porter done, got it correct. Yeah. So, so you. Um, Remained in 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 Scotland, and did you remain um, sn- snobby, snobby. And, and 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 the bright kids? Um, I think when I hit sixteen, because I wasn't really allowed to go out, so I was the you know sitting in the house listening to the Smiths, getting yeah. depressed. Brilliant. Last night I dreamt that somebody loved me, and everybody's like throwing stones at my window, my bedroom window, going "Snobby Porter, we're going to the park to get pissed," and I'm like, "Last night I <laughs> dreamt," you know, all very tortured soul, Beautiful. but you know, um, studying, and then once I managed to do all my exams I went a little bit off the rails oh really big bit off the rails yeah just just just, just wild out just yep. made up for all that just made up for the snobby porter years <laughs> um and and you you, you st- studied media right yeah um, was that uh, did you calm down after that and, and return to education or was that well, part of your I mean often the, still the, of... the college or university years are the off the rails years anyway yeah so. it was it was going off the rails and then when I started to do film and photography yeah um, it went even more off the rails because I discovered Spiral Tribe and raving yeah. and buses taking you to venues that you don't know and illegal things and so yeah and I got all involved in that and kind of went to Manchester for a weekend and I didn't come back for about two months I think <laughs> yeah and that was like eight weeks day and it was yeah and it was the Hacienda and all that stuff and so um, I remember getting a call from my head cheater saying if you don't come back and you don't have some decent because I was supposed to be making a film yeah. if you don't have some decent work we're going to chuck you off so I panicked and <laughs> made a film about the rave scene so Brilliant. it made that I could just party yeah. and still film yeah. and obviously you know in those days it was all over the place and yeah so I, I passed it's the genius <laughs> it's the genius of writing um, your restrictions into your projects so yeah, that's what exactly. I was always good at um, uh, I did uh, photography in a a bit of film at, at uni briefly I did one year before I dropped out but m- my projects I swear they weren't technically that good, but I always had the best explanations for what they were and what they meant. And I got really good grades. He was like, here's why this is good. It may not look good on the surface, but here's we why it's good. They'd always go, fair play. That's, that's we great. would have been great at university because I just suddenly thought, right, okay, panic. Um, this is going to be iconic. This like Hacienda scene. This is all going to be like, they're going to look back at this in years and I'm going to make a great film. And it was probably shocking. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, because again, I was just explaining my way out of it and, and they, obviously the tutors had never seen anything like the things that I was taking my camera to yeah. and they're going that's amazing yeah. Like, yeah do I pass yes whoop party perfect isn't it <laughs> so, so what was the, the plan after that was your plan um, always to go into presenting or no, was well, I, I, I kind of my memory of, of the lineage of everything is, is hazy I can't remember if I remember you presenting first or in the boom of FHM and all the all the so what yeah. kind of came first there were you which direction struck initially uh, well, when i when i finished studying i wrote loads you know loads of letters to everybody um asking for a job as a runner or anything you know cause i realized you've got to start at the bottom no matter how clever you think you yeah. are and yeah. you know so um in fact, I kept every single letter, all my rejection letters. So I got Brilliant. a rejection letter from Chris Evans and Amazing. kept it. And then the thing is, I was a guest on TFI Friday, so I took it on with me. Brilliant. And I was like, yeah, you wouldn't even let me make tea. <laughs> now I'm on your show, I'm your guest. That's fantastic. So, yeah, so I kept all that. And then, so anyway, I ended up getting a job in Edinburgh making tea at a facilities house, so editing house. Yeah. And then I just basically did everything from editing to post production. I, I went to film school and did avid editing. And I did offline editing, rostrum camera, all these things, just Amazing. literally, yeah. but for no money, obviously, because yeah. I was new and young. And then um, I was babysitting for um, 
one of the makeup girls. I mean, the first editing job I had was for Marshall's Chunky Chicken. Brilliant. I didn't even eat meat. So that was really, really bad <laughs> yeah. for me. It was it just like, oh, it was awful. But, you know, you had to do every job. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, one of the directors, the makeup woman, her husband was a director and he was doing a children's TV programme for ITV. And he, because I babysat for them, he said, you're great with kids. Do you fancy coming to audition? I was like, nah, not really. No, should I? <laughs> Maybe. And so I turned out with nothing, and everyone's on really, you know, they've obviously done TV before, so yeah. they had, you know, yellow stuff on, and everyone's really bright, and I always wear black, and right. I was quite depressed. And so I turned out, and then, yeah, I just did the audition, and then I got a phone call a few weeks later and said, You've got the job, you've got a live show on ITV called the Totally Interactive Game Show, and uh, you start in a month. And Amazing. I was like, Okay, I then yeah. After that, just, it's just straight in. That's that's yeah. insane, though, right? And it wasn't planned because I was thinking I was going to ideally I was going to be Princess Leia. Yeah, from Star that's Wars, the obviously. Dream. Yeah. Um, because I went to see Star Wars when it first came out, and I couldn't leave the cinema. I was in tears. Yeah. It's like we need to go and live in space. How excited are you about the new ones? I'm, I'm slightly apprehensive. Are you a Star Wars fan or not? Yeah, I, I, I'm not obsessed, but I've I've yeah. watched them all and enjoyed them all. See, I didn't like Phantom Menace. I was really yeah. upset. That really upset me. I get that. I, I I don't know. I just after what JJ did with the, I was skeptical of the Star Trek kind of mm. reboots. Now I wasn't particularly a Star Trek fan, but I thought he did an amazing he job. Did, so yeah. that's kind of calmed me. But it's weird. I was I was looking earlier at, at because of being a film nerd and I was on the train and had time to go. I was looking at what film releases this year. And somehow I'd forgotten that it's out this year. This year I was, I know. Again, in my mind, it's years away. We'll get round to it. But <laughs> in a galaxy it's out far, this year. Far yeah, I know. Yeah, so it's I'm quite. I'm, I'm just apprehensive, really. Yeah. But um, yeah. It's going to be interesting. Um, it will be but yeah, interesting. So again, I think I was, I was talking with um, Paul Vickery a few podcasts ago from the Prince Charles Cinema, yeah. and we were discussing how jobs like runners and things like that people often will turn their nose up and not want, but it is the one job where you learn a bit of everything. You You really get around every area. And that can either, um, number one, it builds your contacts. It builds a lot of people you you know. But number two, it can give you an idea of what you want to do because you might have a dream that you want to be a cameraman and then you, you... do everything to get there and you find out there's just a lot of being told to focus. You know what I mean? You might get yeah, jobs yeah, that no, aren't exactly. actually that creative and wonderful. It's literally, you need to focus, Paul, from that to that smoothly over two seconds. Yeah. You know, things like that. It's like, so I've done that before. It's not what I dreamt. It's, it's not I, what I dreamt I, of, I, you know? I did fuck it up. But, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like two seconds. How can I do that wrong? Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, it's weird because I always thought I'm not going to be that person that when I get to my age, in my mid-40s, going, oh, when I was a kid. Yeah. And I do, though, because yeah, I, on LinkedIn or something or on Twitter, people go, all oh, right, I've just, I'm just finishing a course at college and um, how do you get to become a director? Yeah. It's like when people on Twitter say to me, have you got any advice for me to get my hair back? I'm, yeah. I'm fucking bald. I mean, yeah. if I had any advice, yeah. do you think I'd be fucking it. bald? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. From the neck down, happy as anything. <laughs> hey, I'm getting used to it now. Well, yeah, it's been 10 years. But yeah, I just find it really extraordinary. I think people accept, expecting to be a producer or an editor, just like yeah. that. And I think the best thing I ever did, I mean, I was on, God, I was on nothing for about a month. So I was working 12 hours a day, seven days a week. I yeah. slept on the sofa. I did everything from clean the railings with a toothbrush to answering the phone to, you know, operating cameras yeah. to everything that they wanted me to do. And I never complained because I thought, you know what, this is probably the best thing. And also you're never going to, you're going to remember where you came from. Yeah, of course. So if you do ever do well, you've got to respect everyone from the person that's cleaning the toilet to, you know, yeah. we're all doing a thing. Completely. To me, it's, it's a unit. Understanding every job yeah. allows you to appreciate every job. Exactly. And always, it's always tough. And it sounds like I'm being um, secretive here, but, but when people ask me for advice on any, on any of those things, how do I get to this? I'm always kind of reluctant to say because even if there was a shortcut, if I tell you that, then you're not going to be equipped to do See, that I job totally when you're there. Agree you, it's with like you. you kind of need to have well, you, you need, need to, to do the basic, go slowly, yeah, f- figure it out, learn it as you go along, rather than go. Here's the secret. Now you're a director, but yeah. you've not got that experience of. There is no secret, and also, like you say, it, I do feel a bit like you know you shouldn't be asking me. I wouldn't say to you, "Oh, do you know what? How do you grow a beard? Yeah, Screw yeah, this. Yeah. Can I get one? Yeah. You go, well, Gail. Yeah. <laughs> the secret is <laughs> exactly <laughs> climb Snowden. You it's, climbed yeah. the wrong mountain. <laughs> it is exactly that, though. It's like, and again, it sounds a bit oh, woe is me, but no one ever really told me how to do all the things I do. And I but think then, that's important. That's I why I get really to do important. them because you then have to figure it out and learn. And I think it is partly down to, 
and again this is making us sound all old and whatnot but it is partly <laughs> down to s- s- the immediacy of social media that people think that you can have everything now or that, that, that you should have just have answers even to the extent of half the stuff that people ask me how to do something it's like that's a google search you could find that out in yeah, a, exactly. a google there's a web page somewhere that tells you how to audition or how to do this yeah. or how to do that but well, it's easier to tweet someone and go yeah it's like you see i saw these things i actually thought it was a joke they've got like presenter for schools where people can go and learn how to present yeah. and they've got like how to be a radio presenter how to be a tv presenter i'm sorry but do you know i would listen to you on the radio because i like your personality and I like your yeah. you for you i wouldn't listen to you to think well i know what college he went to yeah. to speak like that. do you know what yeah, i mean exactly you either like Oh, you, do it. you can't learn to be yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. So, so you got you got your presenting break from being yourself, yeah. from turning up and not being all colourful as they were expecting, yeah. and so on and, and so forth. And I didn't have a script either. I left it. Well, it didn't arrive in time, so I just had to wing it. I mean, this is terrible advice to anyone. Really, do be prepared. <laughs> you know, you, you, we're, prepared, we're really leading kids. you astray here. Do do turn up with some, put some effort in. It's not it's not always. But the thing that easy. is, this wasn't my career choice. So this for me yeah. was a little bit of fun. So if yeah. it was my career choice, I would have been prepared. I would have painted myself yellow or whatever, and I would have wore makeup or stuff and, like that. And that's often the best the best situations when it's not something that you're you know lying awake at sleep over b- b- before yeah, you do. you're bothered. going in and going let's give it a go well that was it i just thought well, you know what? It's, it's, it's another opportunity see what happens and then it was when i got the phone call saying you've got the job and then i went oh shit yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so how was that and was that still did that involve remaining in Edinburgh or did you have to come um, down particularly well, actually, at that point a lot was down south I know everything's more opened sort of up like now Manchester, but yeah. back then it was literally anything in entertainment it's like well when will you be getting to London yeah exactly <laughs> well luckily they were filming in Glasgow so there was a Glasgow Perfect. studio so all I had to do was come over from Edinburgh yeah. to Glasgow so that wasn't too bad and yeah it was great was fun it? and it was really enjoyable and the weirdest thing was um Mum and dad, mum and dad are, um, well, I don't have my mum anymore, but they're, they're very stoic, you know, very Scottish. Yeah. And I was all excited, going, oh my God, I'm going to be on the telly box. Oh, this is so exciting. My gran was really excited. She was yeah. dying of cancer at the time. Oh, wow. And luckily, she saw the first show and she oh, spoke to me. I know. And she was like, oh, I saw you on the telly. And my mum was like, beautiful. yep. And I went, was it good? She went, <laughs> Well done, bye bye. And I was like, oh, so it was well done. I never, I was like, was it good? Was it not good? You know, they weren't, they're not the sort of parents, you know, you get A pluses in your exams. It's like, well done. Do you want fish fingers with, do you want your peas or do you want chaps? You're like, oh, just peas, please. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a Mitch Hedberg joke I always used to love where he'd say about the, the trouble of being, he'd be, be stopped at airports and people would go, hey man, I saw you on the TV and give no further. It's like, yeah. well, you give me some kind of yeah. review. It's like, Is it all right? It, and he'd always yeah. say, so I'd normally pause, turn away, then turn back and go, hey, man, I saw you at the airport about a minute ago. <laughs> you were good. And just give him, just, just to say, there you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving just you give some credit bit, here. Yeah. Just, just like I witnessed you somewhere. <laughs> okay. Really okay, I can't argue people with that. Go that go, I've seen you before. And <laughs> yeah. you go, yeah, and they went, oh, and the telly, and they walk away. And I know exactly how it feels. They're going, Oh my god! Was I really bad? Is it good or bad? And what? And particularly when you've had a very uh, a long career, so varied. Again, I think we might have to extend the podcast because there's so many things I want to talk about. What did you see me on the TV? Yeah, exactly. And also, the one that they do that they go and they they click the fingers now and they go, "You are God, come on now. What's your name again?" Yeah. (laughs) I was like, "Oh shit, I don't know." Again, I've said before. I'm not sure if it's on the podcast or not. I think the, the 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 question that has that only has one answer is. Are you famous? Are you? Because if you're asking that, the answer's no. Because it's, yeah. it's like, you don't need, you don't go up to George Clooney and go, go are, you are you famous? Yeah. You go, you're fucking George Clooney. This yeah. is amazing. But I yeah, always go, no, are, are you I don't famous? Know. I say maybe infamous, maybe, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I've done stuff. Most wanted, I don't really I don't want know. to tell you. I never know what to say. It feels really embarrassing because I'm not, you know, you just do stuff. It really, it, I mean, it's a hilarious one. I did, um, I did a driving course a while back because I'd been driving badly and I'm naughty. Um, a speed <gasps> well, awareness oh, course. To, oh, were you speeding? And on what that, do you drive? Um, I, I, I now drive a Jaguar, which there is you. outrageous, isn't it? That is outrageous. <laughs> but I drove... Um, I kind of see you on a unicycle. <laughs> oh, I, I drove a Ford Capri for years and years, oh, and they, it was so unreliable. Talk. And from touring and that, I'd get back and it wouldn't work and all this kind right. of thing. I'd post pictures on Instagram and everyone, I'm so proud of it. And then I've not posted a single picture now I've upgraded because I'm embarrassed that I've had to go, right, I need a car that works every now and then and things like nice that. Nice though, Jackie, it's nice. It is nice, but on, on that, they kind of said, right, you need to, to, to put your, your 
your phones away and things like that. And he said, and we'll explain why. It's like, are we sometimes <gasps> get famous under- people in it? Is anyone famous? Um, and I sat there and I was like... Am I? I, I could feel my <laughs> blue verified badge on Twitter glowing through my pocket. But I was like, no, I'm not going to. I'm not, I'm not going to. Again, it's that ridiculous question. Is anyone here famous? It's like, well, well that's, that's yeah, for you to decide. Yeah, what you say? I know, yeah. I always say no, not me. Yeah, avoid it. But, yeah, um, so, naughty maybe, but not famous. So you got the, the joy of, 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 of your TV um, yeah. appearance being... You know, seen by your nan. Yeah, that was quite cool. What was at that point? You'd stumbled into it and had no plan. No plan. Did a plan start to come together no, after then? Never had one. That's um, the beauty of it. Again, it's it's one of the things I've liked um, when t- t- talking to you in general and and seeing I, the the thing that made me suddenly go, I need to to get a gal on the podcast was. A, a London Live are showing all the old Ali G show uh, stuff, and you came up on that, and I was like, <laughs> "It's so good because so you were so unselfconscious and just there, just going, this sounds like a bit of fun, you know." Yeah, and, well, Sasha actually backstage, Sasha Baron Cohen, who is yeah, Ali G, yeah, yeah. he said, um, "Do you want me to tell you what I'm going to do?" And I said, "No." I said, because you know what? And he went, oh, he said, he said, he said, oh, do you know what? I'm so happy you said that. Yeah. He says, but I didn't want to put you in the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, I said, do you know what? I've got no idea. I'm here. I mean, uh, I don't know what's going on. My mum's in the green room. It's like <laughs> Christine and Neil Hamilton smoking a, a makeshift pretend join. I was like, this Brilliant. is all just nuts. And so then, yeah, we were sat on the sofa with him and he's going, yeah, Gilport in it and all that. And it was yeah. very funny. And it was the, when he like started going, dim the lights. Yeah. And then suddenly he just went, every breath <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, kill me now. And I didn't know what to do. And I was going redder and redder. He keeps going as and well. And he keeps it's going so and he's going, every move you. And it just didn't stop. And I thought, it's going to stop. It's got to stop. And he just kept going, which was brilliant. And then Beautiful. at the end, I think he said something like, have you ever seen... Um, a munchkin or somebody munch on someone's punani or a dwarf munch on someone's punani or something. And I was like, oh my God, my mum's in the green room. My mum's in the green room. And I was like, no, I haven't. No. Yeah. <laughs> but he thank was you great. and good night. Yeah, thank you. Good night. <laughs> but, but that's it. I mean, that kind of struck me then as, again, I've, I've always felt, in fact, when people have asked advice, that's the one thing I've kind of said is, if something, if you think something sounds like it'll be fun, fine, do it and give it a go. Rather than overthink, I think particularly in anything in the public eye, people can really overthink every. Oh, am God, I going to yeah. do? And I remember when I did an interview with Loaded, and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds cool." And it was a, f- a fashion shoot, and my mate had started a clothing company at that point called Redshift Rebels. I was like, "I'll do it if, like if I can wear my mate's cap." Hadn't thought about it. As soon as I mentioned it to a few people, they're like. Is that a good a look? Because you know, loaded. You know, it could be seen as you know, it's quite misogynistic in play. All this yeah, kind of yeah. thing. And I was like, I didn't think about any of that. I literally thought, yeah. cool, I can can put my mate's hat in that, and we're going to shoot it in Millwall. It's, it sounds a yeah. right laugh. Excellent. And yeah, again, I think there is something to be said about not overthinking. Yeah, these do you things. know what? It gets you into lots of trouble. I've been in so much trouble by thinking that sounds like a laugh. Well, why not? And then I'll do it, and then you get people going, "Oh my god, Gail, you're Can't naked." You I go, "Yeah, well, whatever." Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Just lots. Of, I just don't like overthinking things. So after after so, doing so that, what TV, came after that? That presenting. After that was, we will get round at some point to you being naked. I'm afraid it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. So, actually, up. yesterday I was training in the um, in Primrose Hill, and this guy guy was walking past, and he had that swagger. You know, yeah. he's like my age, and I thought, okay, and he had that swagger, and I thought he's going to say something, whether it's about my hair, or yeah, he's going to yeah, he's yeah. going to be one of those wide boys, nothing. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm, I feel really bad about myself because I just, you know, I, I thought judged, something. Yeah, yeah, I judged. And then suddenly I turned around and went, I've seen your ass, girl, Porter. And I was like, <laughs> I knew it. I knew you'd say something. I just I saw it in you your would. eyes. Anyway. But, yeah. So for my first ever presenting job, I then got asked to audition for Wizardora. Do you remember that programme? Yes, I do remember yeah, Wizardora. And I remember going, thinking, now that was one, I did overthink, thinking, why the fuck would I want to be a witch with a load of like puppets and all that? And yeah. it was not my kind of idea yeah. of fun. So I went along, I did loads of auditions. I came down to the last two and I thought, shit, I really hope I don't get this job. Because I was there was like guys who didn't even have the puppets on so they were just talking to me with their hands yeah. and I was freaking out because you yeah. know I'd had a bit of party time yeah. <laughs> so it was all a bit weird you yeah. know and I'm dressed up as, as a wizard I was like this is really not cool <laughs> I'm never going to get laid yeah. and then I, and then so luckily I didn't get that job then they asked me to go for Blue Peter and then I started to panic Yeah. because I thought because of partying and all the rest of it and I thought they're going to dig up oh, all yeah, my Blue pants Blue Peter is notorious for any skeletons in the, the exactly. closet exactly so, well. so um, I got down to the last two again yeah 
and I really didn't want the job. And that's another one that I just thought, please, I don't want this. I really don't. Because how, I went, how weird is it um, mentally dealing with, and again, I've had this before, being in situations that you're aware are so many people's dream and you're sitting there thinking, God, I, I hope I don't get this. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's, it's a weird thing. There's a guilt to it, I think, there at was, points I did, where you're kind I of thinking, feel... I feel so bad that I'm in this opportunity and I don't want, yeah. I want it when there's so many people who'd... I did feel like that because there was lots of other people that were sitting there going for the job and then it was getting whittled down and whittled down and I was thinking, please just get me out of this. Yeah. But then, because I was new, I didn't I didn't have the confidence to say, like, do you know what, no. This isn't for me. And yeah. also, I didn't have any money and you just think a job's a job, whether you totally. want it or not, you know. And, um, yeah, so I got down to the last two and I kept thinking... God, I felt so bad. I thought, if I get this, there's so many other people that are probably better than me and want it, and I don't want it. And luckily, I didn't get it. Brilliant. So, and Thank then Christ. I ended up going on to Fully Booked, I think it was, yep. which was on fully Saturday mornings. That was really good fun. Because it was in the days when we used to get OK bands for kids' TV. Yeah. You know, like, you'd get Shed 7 in, and, you know, not, like, really hardcore bands, but for kids' telly, it wasn't stuff, like, you yeah. know, was, you'd get your Bewitched and your Boy Zones and all the rest yeah. of it, but you'd get, you know, Shed 7 would come in, or you'd get, you know, that sort of, so the northern band, so you could go out and have a good... Yeah. drink with them the night before and yeah, then yeah, have a yeah. real giggle the next day. And, and deal with it all in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah and the thing is, it was the days when, like, the kids' TV, it had that little innuendo, so the parents liked it as well. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the boys would get their little sacks of, of mail from all the, the kids, and my sack was massive from all the dads <laughs> going, I got that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Brilliant. yeah, so my, mine was mostly dads and they got all the kids' mail. Fantastic. <laughs> so it was great fun, and so we, actually, that was filmed in Glasgow as well, so I'd moved to London by this point, and then I ended up getting a job and I was back. flying back That's every am- Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, flying back down and then working Monday, Tuesday, That's Wednesday. That's amazing. You, you you come down to the big smoke to get your big break. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, we're filming just around the corner from your house. Yeah. <laughs> you could, and then I came in here to work at XFM yeah. for a few weeks. It was just after How was that? Richard had taken over yeah. and Bob Geldof was here. Oh, wow. And there was a brick thrown through the window because there was the hardcore XFM, don't make it corporate. Right. Right. I didn't last very long. No. <laughs> no. No. It was quite uncomfortable at the time. Yeah, I can imagine in yeah. that in that takeover kind of period and time. Yeah. So, so was radio an appeal or again yeah, was that just, just talking. Yeah. Just generally talking. Just presenting and talking just as always. Just talking or you know doing fun things really. I think I was just pretty lucky and got good opportunities and it was as you say not planned. I would be quite yeah. happy sitting editing um or or producing or writing but I'm writing now, but yeah, yeah, presenting boys. It just felt like I couldn't believe that someone was paying you to yeah. talk. Yeah, and there wasn't really a skill to it. Yeah, yeah, completely. It's like <laughs> just getting to stand just, here yeah, just... again, particularly if most of the the roles you've got, or a lot of them, you've kind of just turned up and you've been yourself. Yeah. It's kind of and well, a lot that's of them cool, were like, as long as they the, want myself. That's, yeah, and a lot I'm of them were kids, for that the role. kids ones, and, and the kids ones were just sort of running around. Okay, you had to remember your lines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then Top of the Pops, I, got, I did yeah, that for five years. And that was great fun. Apart from, you know, I had a few crushes on a few of the boys from bands, like Damon Albarn. I had a massive crush and I hid from him in the toilet. And I didn't, <laughs> and he still brings out, I only bumped into him like a couple of times afterwards, and I didn't even think he knew who I was. Yeah. And he's like, Did you hide from me in the toilet? So Top of the Pops. I was like, Yes. Oh, I was so, I was really shy. I love it. You don't want to meet your heroes. In case they sort of let you down. So, so how was Top of the Pops, though, to to, to, to jump into that? Because I guess whilst that was still um, a young show, it would have been a jump up from yeah. uh, like age-wise and, and tone-wise from the other uh, uh, presenting stuff you'd previously done. So yeah. was that a good It a was really good. It was lovely change. because I'd done, you know, um, I think it was fully booked. And then, oh, I did How. Do you remember How? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I did How with Fred Dynage. Yeah. I loved it because Fred used to have underneath our table, he had a little comb for his hair and some uh, Werther's Originals. Amazing. Don't know why that made me laugh, but it just always made That's me smile. Beautiful. And he's like, do you want to wear those? I was like, Fred Dynage, you just offered me one. <laughs> My work here is done. So, yeah, no, that was quite and fun. And was great because it was... It was really good. Interesting as well. It was gen- genuinely it like, was this is interesting. This is fun, but it's just but interesting, you, creative l- l- learning, essentially. And also, you had to like, you had to learn everything, you know, about whatever you were talking about. Yeah. So, as much as it looks easy, there was no auto cue, no, none of that. We had to memorize every single oh, thing wow. yeah. about every experiment and, you know, why this happens and why that happens. And it was actually quite tricky. So, that we had a lot of time prepping for that, but it was really good fun. And I, surely I there's got to be. 
space in the market now for more kind of shows like that. As as people like Brian Cox and people like that have yeah. brought science and everything back into the forefront, sh- surely a kids' show again that was like How and all those where you're actually going, here's... This it's is some interesting how, this stuff is how, yeah. to learn. Here's how this works and that works. That my, should... my daughter's 12 now and she's, you know, she likes to watch Brian Cox. And I, yeah. I was thinking about that the other day because we watched the Gadget Show, obviously. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it would be good. Do you watch him if... mainly to watch the big, um, the lineup of, of what's the in the prize? Yeah, I, I... I, I, I genuinely still can't <laughs> watch it w- without shaking my head and going, this is insane. Even though I know it's going to be the it's longest list. Long... I, like, oh, I love well, that they've had to add. Um, and an electric toothbrush. Or, or two months of storage <laughs> yeah. is, one, is one of the prizes <laughs> now because there's so much stuff. So it's like stuff. you couldn't have all this just delivered to your house. So you've got two months of storage. So it's you've got so time to come and get funny, it. Because I worked on I it for it. a while because Susie was off ill. And um, so I covered for a couple of months. Amazing. And we had to go in and actually it was, how, it was like two hours to just record the voiceover for the yeah. prizes. Yeah. And I, I remember just going, looking at them all and you'd go like, they go, are you ready? And we're going to take it in three, two. And I go like this. <gasps> Quick fire, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> and an apple, and an electric toothbrush, and storage, and and. But there was one time, one of the presenters, I think it was John, they actually went to one of the prize winners' houses with this truck full of everything. Yeah. I mean, it was just tech yeah. heaven. And the guy opened his door, and they were like, "These are your prizes." And the guy's like, "Right, cheers." <laughs> I'm like, what? Just, I would be just, you know, just no reaction. All right, thanks. Proper geek, yeah. Cheers for that. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Just pop it round the back, yeah. Just <laughs> s- scan the barcodes to my e- eBay account and yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> don't to, to, to pop it straight on eBay. Just yeah. take a photo. Thanks. Cheers. But yeah, that's amazing though. But that. Yeah, again, the gadget show again. There's still, it's still, it's amazing and it's exciting. But again, I still think there's, yeah, I think someone yeah, has to be the youth. Something Brian in the middle. Yeah, got to be there's a, got to be something in the middle. How's not on anymore? Is it? No, I don't think it is. Not that watch telly. Yeah, yeah, no, but it should be something like that because that was fun. But yeah, from that to top of the pops was suddenly like being from, like, I don't know, I always felt sort of young, appealing to kids to suddenly getting to dress up a bit nicer, yeah. makeup because I don't wear makeup normally. I wear mascara now only because of my alopecia and I grow my eyelashes back, so I bought five mascaras because I'm very yeah. excited. Yeah. You know, what I mean, you've got but, to celebrate these yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got nothing else, so I will mascara myself yeah. to death. But yeah, so you're getting done up, and then you're hanging out with bands, and then you get to go out afterwards and go out to you know we're all hanging out in bars together, and it was just it, yeah. went, it went from sort of like hanging out with puppets, <laughs> yeah, and and people going, wow, well you can write in and you could possibly win a Peppa Pig CD, yeah. you know, to suddenly going, I'm going to go and party and particularly that time when there were good bands in the charts there was good chart wars going on with your blurs and you know all this kind of thing in Oasis I don't think Oasis came on when I was there, I don't, yeah. they, I don't. I think they did it once, didn't they? I'm not very sure. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, but Blur came on, and I remember we had Prince in. We had Mariah oh, Carey. Prince is yeah. You've said the magic w- a word now. That's oh, crazy. How was that? That was ridiculous because I had been all over the country to see him. I loved him. Yeah. So everyone had all these like George Michael's. What kind posters. of era would that be? Would that be? S- s- Sexy MF kind of. Yes, yeah, no, before. Before. I'm, how old Damn. are you? I'm 33. I had to I'm think 45. about that. I'm 45. Yeah. 44. I'm 44. Yes, yeah. I just knocked Good myself yeah, yeah. yeah, well done, me. Um, so, no, I went to see all of them from, I can't remember which was the first one I went to see. Amazing. But I saw, yeah, I've seen about six concerts. Yeah. And I had all the albums, all the picture discs. So then he's on Got the black he's album. On show. And then he's on the show. And I was like, Died and gone to heaven. It was really Did difficult. Did you meet him or was it very... No, 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 it was very set, in yeah. and out, yeah. I can imagine, but, yeah. you know, at least I got to see him. But the weirdest yeah. thing was I had a box because I'm so short. <laughs> I, the, the, the kids in the audience were actually taller than me. So they had a box <laughs> that they'd carry around and they'd pop it down to wherever I had to do to put me up so that I was above the kids. So when I, when I introduced him, then they took the box away and I couldn't see over there. And so also he's short. Back. So yeah. I was like, give me the box. Come on, don't I get some pairs? Oh, that's amazing. But yeah, but he you was got there. to introduce Prince. So I know. That's, that's and Madonna, just... but she and wasn't Madonna. actually there. It was a pre record, but oh, I still really? got to do the yeah, link. That's still great. And yeah, I mean, there were some do, great do, bands. I've, 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 for ages, and I've, I'm, I'm hesitant to, to say this in, in case someone beats me to it, but I've been trying to write um, a piece of some sort about the. I think it's there was a nine month period, and it's when Prince was born. Michael Jackson was born and Madonna were born. They're all the same age and all within nine months of each really? other. Which is just, to me, it's like, that's an insane 
that piece is. of pe- pe- period of history. Obviously, no one knew at that time what was going to yeah. happen. But w- I think it's it's within nine months. It, it might be within a year. But that's still, still pretty good. That's crazy that they were yeah. all born the same at the same time, all the same age, and yeah, equally in different ways, equally iconic. I think yeah. all, all in their own. I think Madonna gets the hardest rubber things because she happened to. S- Stick around and continue to reinvent, but yeah. still, Prince. absolutely iconic. And yeah, but you know what? I watched nine, uh, I watched Purple Rain the other day yeah. again, and yeah. my daughter. Do- I didn't watch my daughter, but the beginning of it, and she's like, "Is this is this real?" Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, and it is awful. If you're not a Prince fan, it People is People were allowed shocking. to do this in those days? Yeah, but it is terrible. And then I remember I bought, I bought the album by the time. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. it? Yeah, I, yeah no, I had, to, I had to have all of it. I had to have everything. Yeah. And I had to go everywhere, and oh my gosh, I think... Yeah, they were brilliant. And there was Kat. I loved her. Yeah. Oh, I just loved it all. I mean, this is a risk of turning into a Prince podcast. But oh, sorry, but, yeah. But I've got to continue on a, li- a, a little <laughs> bit. Because, again, it's something I'm, I'm I'm arguing with people a lot about at the moment. Did you hear his, his most a, no, a recent album? I haven't heard it. It's one of his best. Is it? You know, in general, you really kind good. of go, cool, it's Prince. There's one song on there that's good, but you're really just going and putting Purple Rain on again or some yeah. of the times. But this new one is really genuinely some of his best material i i believe um so yeah did did the the new the jumping from children's tv to top of the pops did did that cause any regression back to your more your more wild and 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 risky times off the rails times or did Um, you manage to go i'm a professional now yeah no i wasn't i I didn't really go off the rails because i by that time i was actually doing i was just getting into big breakfast yep so you know, you can't. I was getting up at two o'clock in the morning, and my ex boyfriend was in a band and he lived in Essex. Yeah. And so I was leaving the house at two o'clock in the morning to get into Big Breakfast, and we'd finish the live show by nine o'clock. And yeah. you think it's like lunchtime, and your friends are phoning up going, Do you want to go for dinner at seven? You're going, Seven at night? Are you insane? So yeah. And then Top of the Props would go until 11 or 12. Mm hmm. On a Thursday, so yeah, I mean, you, you were just too knackered. Just working you would, constantly. You were and kind, you'd, you'd go out and have a bit of a laugh, but everyone always said, "Oh, you were one of the party girls." I was like, honestly, if you knew me, partying, yeah, yeah eighteen to maybe twenty-four. As soon as I got into the telly box thing, um, no, I was yeah. knackered. I was shattered because it was just There's it no was, time for it. Yeah, and I was doing Virgin Radio, and yeah, Big Breakfast. Top of the pops. There was absolutely no time for anything, and also that I was doing wish you were here. So if I wasn't in the, this country, I was flying off to go. I'm in Bali. It's really nice, eh? Man, huge, hugely in demand. Yeah, and now can't get a job in McDonald's, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Just off climbing mountains, adding Just in extra peaks. Mountains and sit, yeah. Um. So at what point did the the, the modelling come about? Because because you were definitely one of the. Obviously, we have to talk about the Houses of Parliament moment but you were one of the 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 people at the forefront of when fhm were coming through and all that yeah. kind of thing and again f- f- for better or for worse there's a lot of yeah. positives and negatives on 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 those mags well, which i've done debate after debate of whether it's good whether it's bad but you know what i think god you know it's about 12 I know, it's more than that years ago yeah but um because again happened- i don't, I've, I've always felt it's not as black and white and simple as that no. i've I, 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 when i was asked to take part in the um the band page three campaign i had a big discussion with them privately about my feeling was that page three isn't the most dangerous and damaging thing in 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 the in the sun alone let alone in media towards body image of women objectification of women exactly so it's like my argument was well i feel again and again i've known uh, uh, several girls who have been models or glamour models who aren't Damaged, broken, exploited yeah. people. There are people who've gone. This seems fun, and I can earn a lot of money. And you know, I have been really. You know, it, it I think fe- it's down to the individual, isn't it? Exactly. It I suppose rude. if you were a vulnerable person, and then yeah. you get, you know, but that's that can be said of anything, really. To, to me, it felt as. And again, I'd always try and judge things on my individual, rather than telling anyone else what to do. But yeah. for me, I felt more sexist saying you're not allowed to do that for a job. Yeah. To the, 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 then by just the again, it's, I'm not a sun reader anymore. I was once, but I'm not anymore. So <laughs> it was like I don't feel that it's a. I don't know. It was not yeah. one. It felt there's more, as we as said, there's more damaging things in in fashion magazines to to, no, to, exactly. to, to, to body image and things like that. I think they're the things that should be t- tackled more. But anyway, we've kind of run round in circles there. What point did you kind of again? It's 
it's good to know that it wasn't a straight transition from kids' TV to, to, naked. to getting naked, because <laughs> that would have been a, an <laughs> be a awkward thing. But yeah. Well, everyone, yeah, again, it was the, the paper has sort of said children's TV presenter shock because I, yeah. I look quite young for my age and then not now obviously I'm knackered but um, <laughs> when I was yeah I, I did look young for my age but what happened was I think when I was doing fully booked arena magazine which is no longer around yeah they approached me to do a tiny like I think one of the editors said you know she's quite kooky we watch her in the mornings and so they did this thing called I think they called me the cornflake girl and I just had a big like my big hoodie on and I just put my hood up and did my eyes cross-eyed so I was yeah. all completely covered up yeah. and then GQ contacted me and said would you do a little piece and I ended up um, I'd moved from children's TV I was on top of the box and I ended up sort of like getting dressed up and we had some champagne and then the photographer said would you be interested I had this blue room lying down on the floor and they did my eyes all big and yeah. got my hair down but naked but you can't see anything apart from your bum yep. and it was just a little picture in the bottom of GQ and yeah. of course I think it was the sun picked up on it one of the tabloids and made it into a big thing going shock TV presenter yeah, 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 in yeah, bottom yeah. Shock, and so of course you do that something like that to me. I was like, I want to do that again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm this pissing people fun. off. Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? And I was like, it's my arse. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've not done anything really bad, no. and it was a nice picture. And I thought, I'm not going to look like that forever. So then, yeah, I think it can be. A, and, and, and again, this I'm not looking to get into any war over this. I no. think everyone, but I think it can be more damaging to demonise yeah. the naked body than the, the, than otherwise. Again, well, I think in general. It's perfectly fine to be naked, and you know, you know I choose not <laughs> to be fact, most of the time. In fact, we're doing this podcast yeah, naked right naked. now. <laughs> but again, I think I think it's weird to make the. It, it, it's the same thing I've got with swearing. I think the more you make a deal of it and say it, that's yeah. taboo or against the rules, the more powerful it becomes. It's exactly. like well, you shouldn't be scared of of, of nudity. Is it's a very nat- It's l- literally a natural thing. So well, I thought nothing of it when I yeah. did it, and I thought, you know what? It's my bottom. You know, it's not, there's been beautiful pictures of all sorts. Of, you know, yeah. people, actresses, whatever. You know, we were born naked. Anyway, so this little tiny picture ended up being blown into naked shock. I was thinking, what? Where's the shock? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my arse, and yeah. it's blue, and it's a nice, it's a nice picture. Yeah. And then FHM said, would you like to do a shoot with us? And I thought, yeah, why not? And my mum said, I'm coming with you. And I was like, what? And then every time I was coming out of you know, getting makeup done, she was going, where's your clothes? And I was like, oh, mum, it's all right. It's not really going to be any, it's, it's fine. It's fine. So we ended up doing, they said it was going to be something inside the magazine. I didn't get paid, incidentally. Oh, wow. For I was going any to ask of the covers, it, it none of them. paid well, because, again, you generally imagine that to be a no, motivating I think, factor. I think I was kind of a bit... St- you know, I didn't. I wasn't really into the whole media thing. I, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. doing my job. I wasn't really into. I don't know. I was just doing stuff. And then when I got the pictures taken, they said, "You know, it's going to be good. It's going to be inside the magazine. Nothing major." And then I remember getting up in my flat of a morning, went into the bath, put the BBC News on as I always do, and then I was brushing my teeth, and it was like da 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 da. Gail Porter da da da. I was like, the news. And I went through <laughs> and I was watching the news and there was me on the side of the Houses of Parliament, naked. So you didn't didn't no, know in advance at all that that was no, going to be... No, they didn't even tell me it was going to... Well, I wasn't sure... No, I did know it was going to be on the cover. Right. So that was, that was... That was crazy, isn't it? Yeah, and I was watching it and I actually I looked at my VHS recorder. This is how old... So it's 1999. Because I thought maybe... You know, your brain is not computing that your naked form is on an iconic building in London. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking someone's made a, it's a joke. They've made a tape yeah. or something, and then there wasn't. And then it was like that moment from the film Notting Hill when Risa Fans opens the door in his pants, <laughs> and there's paparazzi's <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So I opened the window. I opened the curtains. And there was just paparazzis everywhere, oh, wow. and I was like, "Fuck, this is real." Yeah, my arse is on the house's apartment. Yeah, and then the phone started ringing and ringing and ringing. I was like, "Oh shit!" So I phoned Grandpa, and I said, "Right," because that was the only person I, could, I was. I was like, "You know, <laughs> my mum's going to hate me. My dad's not yeah. going to acknowledge this has ever happened." And so I phoned Grandpa. Grandpa and I was like, understand it Grandpa, Horatio Walter Stanley Twiddy. That's my grandfather's oh, wow, name. Wow, yeah. that's a hell of a name. So I was and like, only can be done justice in a Scottish accent. No, exactly. Horatio Walter Stanley Twiddy. <laughs> <laughs> so I phoned him up and he's like, hello, dear. I went, Grandpa, um, have you watched the news yet? And he went, no, no. And I said, well, just so you know, I don't want you to get a shock, right? My arse is on Big Ben. And he went, pardon? 
I went, yeah, my arse is on Big Ben. Just to let you know before, you know, you get, you get a, fr a fright or anything. He went, I fought in the war. Your arse is no problem to me. And I went, I love you, Grandpa, so much. Whereas my mum was going, what the fuck? Yeah. And my dad, to this day, has not even acknowledged it's happened. That's craziness. Doesn't even, it's never happened. I mean, it's, it's a, this, again, it probably wasn't something that concerned you at the time. But, I mean, particularly at that point, as a feat of actual, you know, light, you know, the projection, the art of projection, it was impressive. It in, was in that impressive. That, that you no know, one had really done that to, was, to, to, to that scale and particularly as a, a gorilla, <laughs> yeah. a gorilla marketing thing. It was like, aside from the fact it's your ass, and yeah. it's, they're still, that's quite an amazing it thing. It was great. And I think they had to do it at midnight because obviously it's illegal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the company was called, and I have to say this slowly, Cunning Stunts. Right, there you go. I don't know if they're still... Uh, but I only found all this out afterwards because yeah. I didn't know anything about it. And I remember going in... The editor at the time was called Anthony and I remember going into the office and he was cowering, going, yeah. don't kill me. I was like, what? You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, you could have told me. So how was that? What was your... your Obviously, your initial reaction was, oh, my God. Yeah. What was the... Did you remain kind of angry at it or no, did you kind of go right this is interesting this is yeah I, I took more of the interesting route. I was I was not I was never angry I was shocked and then kind of thinking why did they not tell me but then obviously I understand marketing and they yeah, wanted their own sure. little thing and probably I'd say no and get you know if I was savvy enough I might have said get lawyers involved and say this is not going to happen yeah. whereas I had nothing I hadn't signed a contract I hadn't been paid I got naked and then I was on the House of Parliament so yeah you know it's my fault as well yeah. but also the next you know the, the first few days was a little bit you know everyone's looking at you and I thought they've all seen me naked everybody's seen me naked and yeah, that was a little bit daunting. But then I thought, you know, it's interesting. It's different. It's never yeah. been done before. And still to this day, people talk about it. And yeah. I remember I was in America and this guy I was said to me, he's like, are you, are you? Well, one guy came up to me, can I get your autograph? And I went, you think I'm Sinead O'Connor, don't you? <laughs> and he's like, are you not Sinead? I went, no, I'm not. I'm not Sinead O'Connor. I'm not Matt Lucas. I'm not Duncan Goodhue. <laughs> My name's Gail Porter. You don't know me. But um, yeah, so but someone did come up and go, are you the girl with the ass? And I went, well, yeah. Most girls have an yeah, ass. Yeah. He's going, no, on the I'm parliament? I was going, yeah. <laughs> so that was a little bit weird, getting someone recognised yeah. in America as, and, and not being Sinead O'Connor. International story. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's fascinating. There's, there's, there's a load more... I want to talk to you about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a break in here so yeah, we can breaks. do it as what two happens? parts. I'm just gonna have it as two oh, parts. Right, okay. So we'll do a second <laughs> one. Just because I think one of the times that we really got talking was through Twitter and was through essentially insomnia yeah. and, and yeah, being yeah, yeah. up, being the only people up at night. I've been up since two thirty. Yeah. So, um, so in the next part, I would like to obviously we've touched on 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 your alopecia, how that you know affects everything, and I mean I I had it. A podcast a few months ago that is still we get a lovely message about. I had I had Eddie Temple Morris on, and we've both oh, done wow. a lot yeah, for yeah. calm and depression and and male suicide and things like that. So again, I know you've you've discussed things along those lines before. Mm -hmm. So. Basically, we've done the first half here that's all light and fun and happy. <laughs> so now, now we're we'll, going to get really So now dark. we'll give the option to just leave it there. You've had a nice <laughs> time. You've enjoyed our company. But there's going to be Google a part two. Google my arse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've talked about nudity, <laughs> drugs, partying. The next half, we might get a bit heavy. So, um, But yeah, we will continue. The, the, so this one will have, got, have, got, have gone out at midnight. And let's do the second part at midday. So yeah, okay. we'll continue with that now. You've been listening to Scrooge Picks Discretion Pieces. There we go. That was that was episode thirty nine, part one with Gail Porter. And as you can see, she's just a great talker. She's just very open. Um, in part two, I mean, openness is key in part two because we we had a podcast a while ago that got a lot of love and continues to get a lot of love with Eddie Temple um, Morris. He. And me and Eddie talk r regularly about the fact that we're now three, four weeks after that particular podcast dropped and we're still getting regular messages of people saying how much it meant to them, the openness and honesty, talking of of depression and talking of, of different b b battles in life um, with great honesty. And this part two 
as we were doing it, I was thinking, wow, this is, it, it's happening again. You know, there's, there's, you know, I'm sitting down with someone who's comfortable and relaxed enough within themselves to discuss, you know, bad times and weaknesses and all sorts of other things. Um, so yeah, I think, I think you'll enjoy that. It. it gets heavy quite quick again, as the Eddie Temple Morris one did, but I think these are the kind of topics that we need to be discussing more and need to be out there more. So hopefully you'll download part two. I mean, the best way to do that is to subscribe and have it as auto download. Subscribing and having auto download helps us. Um, it's a way for you to help us for free uh, because it just helps us to cl- climb up the charts and get that extra uh, exposure on iTunes and Acast and everywhere else. So yeah, check that out. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go and I'm now going to record immediately record an intro f- for the next part as if 12 hours has passed um so yeah i'll see you in a bit i guess